Fisher. We're talking real money. Hi there. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Tom is punching out his imaginary friend in the next room. <laughs> what the heck are you doing? I don't know. You're I like, have no idea. You're like airboxing? No I, I, and I win. That's the Dude, nice thing. You're in your that, 60s. Give it up. I know. You're I never going to be. A, you're never, you're never going to win. You're not even going to win against your shadow. Aww. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show where we talk about that stuff that you don't want to talk about. You'd almost rather talk about anything. But this, and that's this money. Is dieting after the new year? Dieting after the new year oh, and okay. money. Oh, money. Yeah, that's yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nobody likes talking about it. Oh, money is not a subject you bring up in polite company. You don't discuss it with the kids. No, we should be discussing it all the time because we forget something about money. <laughs> we need it. Yeah, we need it to important. survive. Mm-hmm. Gotta it's know. Kind of important. And the time when it becomes most important to most of us is the time when we either no longer want to or are no longer able to continue working for the money. And we've got to live off of, we either have to sponge off somebody or we have to live off our savings or we just have to suffer with Social Security and the small amount of money that gives you. So today, on this exciting edition of Talking Real Money, we want to talk about how you derive income in retirement. But first, before we start discussing that, I'd like to give you our little phone number so that if you want to discuss your money and how you're going to get to the places you want to get with it, and how you're going to avoid being ripped off, and how you're going to make it last a lifetime, and how you're going to invest it properly, and how you're going to find a way to save it, and all of that other stuff, please use this number. Use it. Abuse it. Take it to task. It doesn't mind. It's a phone number. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. I'm Don, and over there is uh, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, Thank you for that. I, and yeah. are we going to talk one of these shows before the a, actually Christmas holiday about giving financially during the holiday? I think we should. I think it's a good topic because, as you said, it becomes a family discussion. And We've done I like it. That. Yeah, I like that It topic. probably bears yeah. repeating because, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm watching my wife downstairs in the living room. Not right this second because she's on a holiday home tour. Oh, but, okay. But she's been down there for days wrapping up silly little presents that she's Aww. purchased over the course of the year because she loves giving presents. She does. I, on the other hand, say there are two things people Humbug. want. Humbug, yes. Two things people want. Money. Gift cards or preferably cash. Yeah. yeah and That's okay. it. Right. People are happy with that. But we've agreed. And by the way, calls always move to the top. So we're going to take this topic on. And it's a lengthy one. And uh, but it's a good one. And this, this a is from a one. piece in really USA is. Today that I really, really liked because yeah. it gives some solid, actionable advice that you don't get from a lot of the financial press. Yeah. And it takes it. It, it, it really spells out the four methods according to the author, of uh, sort of taking your money and turning it into income in retirement, right? This is... Wait, did I say AARP? I meant AARP, the You magazine. said... No, you did not say... You said... Uh, I, I said... Something uh, else. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. I can't uh, remember, but it was AARP, yeah. the magazine. Anyway, AARP, which we like and we don't like. But it, the thing is, here are... Four methods, four methods that, uh, that, that I think are reasonable. And by the way, we'll be touching on these at Retire Meet in February, which is coming up fast too. But 
we've touched on these before, but I like the way this was put together. And and the first one is take your money, right? Whether it's 401k, 403b, Roth, uh, after-tax brokerage, all those things. And then figure out a withdrawal plan that is about 4% a year. You've heard this 4% rule. Right. That if you, it's if called invested, the 4% rule. Ah, then you've heard of the 4% yeah. rule. That was easy. Um, and so <laughs> if you if you invest that properly, right, you've got to have it in. You can't just put it in the bank, especially Bank of America, where you're getting the 0.1. But it's got to be in a balanced portfolio between a globally diversified stock portfolio and fixed income. And right. then you can draw the 4%. This is the part that people forget. It can't just be f- nice, safe, fixed income. Exactly. Because we've run the numbers in a variety of ways in all kinds of simulations. And in many, many cases, if you just rely on fixed income, then you end up with no money at some point. That would be bad, bad. So um, 4% rule, that's one of them. we got a couple of others to share with you because these are all really interesting ways to take out income in retirement. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi there, Don here, Tom there, you there, trying to muddle through life in a better financial manner. And that's what we're here to help you do. And if you have some specific questions, give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And we're talking about how you take money out of your portfolio in retirement. There are a variety of ways to do it, but the trick is trying to find a way without being able to know the future that won't run the money out before you die that would be bad we started with the four percent rule you take four percent out per year then every year you adjust it for inflation yeah that's right you gotta you gotta boost it up because things get more expensive right Right. and you've got to keep the money invested it's got to be in a properly constructed portfolio you can't bail out in the spring of 2020 you can't give up in the fall of 2008 you got to stay through the difficult times and it requires discipline it does it's not easy it's not Mm -hmm. easy for many people but that's a. and by the way the four percent rule has been declared dead uh more times than a certain historical feature uh, person i'm not allowed to mention again on the program because don gets mad at me but it it has been many times been said it's over 
the guy in Russia. Uh, and and it, but it, oh, it's hung in there. Oh, Rasputin. That's it. Yeah, he wouldn't let me yeah. say that anymore, so I can't say it. Okay. So um, it, it's. Well, I just works. don't think most people get the context. I just okay. Well, he, you know, didn't he? He died like his, nine times. You're right? he a history stabbed, buff. He got shot. He got okay. It's poison. You can type it in. It's pretty easy to figure. <laughs> Look out. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't so going to okay. make you learn history today. It has worked for a long period of time. It has, yeah, as you correctly pointed out, because future we don't know. That's one. Then uh, here's another one that we have talked about many times in our classes on the program. And as I, I mentioned, retirement, we'll be do- doing that again in February. The 5% variable. You like this one better. Yeah, I love this one. But they call it the guardrail rule in this article, <laughs> which I, I guess, okay, I kind of get it because, yeah. you know, you're, yeah, you can't, you can't really run out of money when you smack it. You, you won't go off a cliff is what yep. they're saying. But so explain what the the flex. It's pretty simple, but it's, it is. So it's a so, challenge emotionally. It's a challenge emotionally. It can be a challenge financially because what you're doing here is you're taking instead of taking out a fixed amount every year and increasing it for inflation, you're taking out a variable amount depending on the performance of your portfolio. So. In our case, we're going to say a 5% variable. There's other people on the radio said, you could take out 8%. We, we don't buy You mean Dave that. Ramsey. Okay, that was... Uh, you again, can like say Rasputin. Dave... Okay, I okay, not yeah, You can say Dave Ramsey. He hasn't right. died multiple times. <laughs> I'll leave that right there. He's, just, he's so, just given bad investing advice multiple times. So 5% of the portfolio value. So, for example, this, has been, mm-hmm. this would have been an interesting year for you because in 2022, stocks and bonds went down. Not precipitously, but they both declined. So now in 2023, you actually had to live on less money than you did the previous year, right? Because the previous year it went up. And as Don said, that's emotional hurdle can be a financial one, too, if you need all of that you're drawing out to live on. Right. It really can be. You you have to be prepared to be what you've been for most of your life. And if you really think back to your past, very, 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 very few people have ever had an absolutely steady source of income their entire life. There have been periods where you got laid off from a job, you changed jobs, you decided to go back to school, you had more expenses than you expected, whatever it might be, you've had to be fiscally flexible. Yeah, in, and we started our little thing. There's actually a year in my Social Security benefit that has zero yeah, in it. No so kidding. It was nothing. You know, looking so, back at that, yeah. it's like, how did we survive that? Know. But the funny thing is, we did. Yeah, and that's we're here the today. thing. Yeah. So um, if you're taking out five percent of your portfolio, and again, it's back to the proper diversification. If you have money in stocks and bonds, then you have the ability to recover from those bad markets because stocks have over the past century generally risen more than they've fallen so you have the ability and what we've seen again in multiple simulations this is just simulations this is hypothetical this doesn't mean anything about anything compliance i'm saying this for you this means nothing it's meaningless we don't it really we're not promising a doggone thing Uh, but what we've found is that it's close to impossible to run out of money in this scenario. Basically, it is. It, it basically, has it has to be. It has been. Because okay. you're only yeah, taking yeah, a percentage yeah, yeah. of the money there. Yeah, but in, in Monte Carlo way, simulations, that's hypothetically calculating the future. Yeah. 
It's click. So, I mean, and this is, you mentioned this on a recent podcast that you did with Answers where you suggested someone's entire portfolio was in stocks because I think they're 50 years old, which is fine. This is one reason I would prefer to see almost everybody after the age of 50 have something in stocks and bonds because mm-hmm. they provide different types of bonds have been less return. Stocks have been greater, but bonds have provided stability when stocks have gone outside the guardrail. Thank you. Thank you for using the word stability for bonds. We do not suggest bonds for the reason that most people suggest bonds for income. We do not suggest bonds for income. They do not exist in your portfolio for income. It's just a bonus that they give you income. We want bonds in your portfolio because historically, again, historically, they have been far more stable than equities year to year. And yes, we know they both lost money last year in 2022. Again, we'll mention oh, it know. again and again and again. It happened. Yeah, but then again, lately they've gone up a lot. Boy, the I think the aggregate bond index was up over four percent in the month of November alone. Not the reason you're owning yeah. them. Not to rush over and this buy them now. You after <laughs> but you know what's funny about that, Tom? How many calls have we gotten in the past year or so from people who, say, who t- called us and said, "I sold my bond fund." Because it's yep. just been going Lost, down, losing money, and I moved, losing money. I've been losing money. I just went into treasury bills or a savings account. Yeah, a lot. And, and once again, what did we? What does that show you? People chase returns. Yeah, and they buy low. I mean, they buy high. Yeah. and they sell low. Yeah, so that's not you a good. You cannot strategy. let your emotions control your investment decisions. Now, there's another interesting, uh, and I hadn't thought of this one. Another interesting withdrawal method that the AARP article discusses, and that is using the IRS tables. Yeah, which is the required minimum distributions. Now, if you put money into an IRA or into a 401k, 403b, that you have not paid taxes on yet, that is going to grow tax deferred, the growth of the market, all that kind of thing. But when you take it out, you have to pay income tax on it, right? And so right. the government has decided, not until not that long ago, when you reach 70 and a half, you have to take the money out. Now it's 73, and soon it will be age 75. You can wait until 75 to take the money out and pay the tax. Here's the good news, I guess. If you use their table, the required minimum distributions, and just take that amount out of your pre-tax savings, It'd be really weird if you ran out of money because I don't see how you actually could. I mean, because the first year it's about three and a half percent. It kind of goes up for a while, then it goes back down. And it's designed that you really hang on to your money for a very well. Charlie Munger may have run out of money because he did passed away at 99. Henry Kissinger may have run out of money because he lived to 100. Uh, but otherwise, generally, you're going to hold on. It's going to work. So there's another method of withdrawal that gives you some reasonable case for safety, right? That's what people, I just don't want to run out of money in retirement. That's painful. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. There are a bunch of uh, RMD calculators online and you can just play with the, 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 the dates. Even if you're 65, you can figure out approximately how much you would be taking out if you reached your requirement, required minimum distribution age of 73. Uh, you can get an idea of what that is. And it's funny. It's about 5%, Tom. It, it, there you go. it calls very close to the 5% Shocker again, huh? rule. <laughs> 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
for your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Have I mentioned lately that I hate the holiday season? Have I mentioned that? <laughs> You're just getting warmed up, man. December's I, barely here. You, I hate you got a whole I, month to get going. To gosh, I, I hate <laughs> that period of running up to Thanksgiving because suddenly that week before Thanksgiving, it, it used to be people anything. would take Thanksgiving off. Yeah. Oh, boy. Maybe no. Thanksgiving weekend. Maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> now it's days. the week prior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in some cases, the three or four days after the weekend. Uh, and I think that feels kind of like right now that it's every uh, that they're taking the month. It's like, yeah, okay, a month and a, five weeks. My holiday okay. season should be five weeks long. And you have the tree up, correct? Oh, yeah, and all the, the accoutrement that go yeah, with us, it. Us too. So I can't and, really and I'm sit, I'm staring at my upstairs hallway, though. And it's filled as well? It's filled with boxes that I know are, I'm going to... I had to bring up 7,500 boxes that I had to bring upstairs and pile in the hallway because I don't want to take them up to the attic again just to bring them down from the attic. I'm going to have to take them back downstairs, refill all those boxes, put them back in the attic again, and wait 11 months to do this again. A good news, Ebenezer. Christmas is only 23 shopping days away, so you're okay. Everybody, children, family, just take my money. Leave That's me it. alone. Yeah. Oh, give, I think it was the other way around in the program, if I remember correctly. Give me a Christmas goose. Uh, hi. Well, call us with your holiday Wait, questions. Did you just offer to have people give you a Christmas goose? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of uh, Christmas okay, Carol. Yeah. All right, there you go. Oh, I see that kind of goose. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll oh, wait, somebody it. sent me, and I'd forgotten all about this. I've I've played Scrooge in a play. Yes, once. you have. But I somebody sent me an article from a newspaper in my hometown from 1972, and I had forgotten that I played Scrooge in a Reader's Theater production when I was 15 years old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, I've had a you, deep voice for a little while. You're an old soul kind of guy. You could play that when you were eight. Yeah, because I could still, I hated him back then. 855-935-TALK <laughs> is our phone number. 855-935-8255. There is one, one last yeah, way. These are the four. The four ways. Yep. Four ways to take money out of your, your portfolio in retirement. Yep. There is one last way to take it out. And this one, this one is loved by stockbrokers and insurance agents everywhere. And you. I mean, it's there's like $85 billion worth of sales this year. It's some ridiculous number already of uh, that is poured into annuities of all shapes, sizes, forms, commissions, costs, illiquidity, all those fun things that go along with annuitizing your money. And while this may have been one of the four mentioned by AARP, it is not something we would recommend ever. Well, Ever. here's the here's the thing. It does sound so appealing, Tom. It does. You can give an insurance company today. Rates have gone way up. Sure. So today you can give an insurance company a million dollars and they're going to give you about seventy five thousand dollars a year. Now, that sounds really attractive, doesn't it? It does. No, it's way more than 40 or 50,000. We just exactly. Mentioned. It yeah. sounds so lovely, but there's a. There's a catch. You know that million dollars you used to own? Used to own? It's theirs now. It's not yours anymore. You've traded that in for an income stream, and 
do the math for a minute. You handed them, and I haven't. I just thought of this, so I'm going to have to actually You've run the number. Before. You handed them run a, a, run this a million dollars, mm -hmm. and you divide that by seventy five thousand dollars. Let's assume you make nothing on it. Okay, yeah. basically, you're you, in thirteen years. The first thirteen years, you'd be getting back just your money. Yeah. Now that's it's the not, part people forget. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, it just literally, if you give a, if you give them a million dollars at age seventy and say, okay, I want the seventy five thousand dollars, then you um in it, it, it you die at eighty three, which is for men, that's pretty long lived. I think I. And by the way, that single life we're down to we're down to like seventy seven now or something. Yeah. Anyway, you yeah. you just used up just your million. You basically didn't make anything on it. I know it, it, but you have that G word that we all love so much. G, oh, the G, article G, even oh, says guarantee, it. guarantee. It says some it, yeah. of the benefits. No, I would say most of the benefits are psychological. Feel better. I feel a lot better. Thanks. Yeah, and by the way, Social Security is an annuity. When you think about it, I mean, if they gave you that lump sum, I would probably take the lump sum. Eight five five nine three five talk. Lines are open. Call us. Tom and Don are talking real money. We're talking real money. And if you were not aware of it, we have a very cool website. It's It's got so much stuff on it. It's filled with stuff. I mean, it's filled with like hundreds of articles, over 1,300 podcasts. Wow. Is that what it is? 1,300? Yeah, it's over 1,300. You know, we have people who listen to every one of them. God, you called me last week. 1,300 up there. Yeah. It has a risk quiz. It has a button to listen to Northwest News Radio when we're on live on Saturdays. It has how do you can find an advisor. And it also has a little contact button. That Our, our contact button is different than most. Because in our contact button, you can either type a question to us or comment, or you can speak it. And then I answer those on Friday. But the typed ones get answered on podcasts throughout the week or on the show on Saturday. And Tom just happens to have in his grubby little hands one. I washed oh. them this morning. And by the well, way, they've does the dirty contact sense. button have anything to do with the goose? I just want to know before we get in the program here. So, no? Okay. Just checking. Just asking. Just asking. And I'm ignoring. <laughs> okay. If you All right. noticed, uh, totally this, ignoring you. All right, go ahead. This comes from do Jesse yeah. in uh, Chatsworth, California. Yeah, your mic is still on your FaceTime, by the way. Oh, I was wondering about that. There, how's that? that? Is that better? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Jesse writes, hello, love your show, been a fan for years. I have a question which may have in some been answered before, but I thought I'd ask for myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have $80,000 in Apple stock. <laughs> per, that 15 years ago, he says he purchased it for 6000 I haven't put yeah. in any additional money in it since. Just and it's worth thirty-two billion dollars. No, he says it's eighty thousand a day from six. Yeah, wow. All right. Earlier this joking. year, here's the question. All right, yeah. stand by. Earlier yeah. this year, our home flooded. We had to rely on our HELOC, home equity line of credit, to yeah. renovate the entire home. Mm. The HELOC now has a balance of sixty thousand dollars. We're paying it back, but the interest is over ten percent, and it's not a fixed rate. <laughs> So it must be going up. Uh, yeah. Would it make sense to cash in $60,000 worth of the Apple stocks to pay the HELOC right away? I'm worried we're going to have to pay too much in capital gains taxes for the stocks. We hate being in debt. Love to have this debt out of the way. Do plan to sell the home, which currently has $700,000 in equity in the next five years, hmm. at which time you pay off the HELOC in full. Don't have any other debts. 
What say you, sir? Kind of tough, uh, actually. It is tough. I got to tell you, here's, I would actually, there's, there are more questions, like with every question we get, there are more questions I need to ask. Like, One of those questions has to do with whether or not, I mean, it, are they in a high enough, if they had to borrow the money on the, the to do the repairs, maybe, I don't know what their income bracket is like. Ah, that you're you just, see, I was getting to that. Where, how, what percentage are you going to have to pay of those yeah, gains because, in taxes? Because there are there are zero capital gains brackets, and the highest the 70, is fifteen is plus the three point whatever. Isn't it up um, to seventy grand if you have? Is no, jointly it's it's even higher. I think. Is it but okay? I don't have it in front of me. But here's the thing: if you're in a lower low cap, capital gains are already taxed at a lower rate. Yeah. Okay. You made a lot of money. We're not big believers in owning individual stocks. If if you feel where I'm heading with this, yeah. Uh, I, I think because it's an individual stock, there yes, it's done. It has done exceptionally well. And look around me. It's because of me personally. You push that company right on I, up there. I'd see yeah. Apple device, Apple device, Apple device, mm -hmm. Apple device, Apple device. I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded. But that doesn't mean that their growth will continue. They're a growth-oriented no company. Yeah. We don't know. We would prefer to see you diversified. And here is the kicker. There is nowhere out there that you can get a 10% guaranteed rate of return. No. Uh, here's another idea, by the way, because you, you raise an absolutely spot-on point. Taxation. Because he's worried about it. You're thinking about it. Here mm -hmm. we are at the end of the year. So maybe you could look at your bracket for 2020 three and say i don't want sell to sell half sell half right, and half do some now and then you could do the balance of it in 2024 <gasps> look at you being tax guy thinking it out so Whoa. that would give you some advantage as to don correctly points out the percentage of that capital gains are you gonna end up paying something in capital gains probably because if you have any income and then you sell 30 or forty thousand of this that's all going to be uh, taxable sure but I love I the like idea of splitting yeah. it out because mm -hmm. you really yeah. could end up very close to a zero bracket there you go. on that if your income isn't really high. And yeah. um, then you get that 10% guaranteed, which, honestly, that is just an onerous rate. Um, it is. Uh, I, I, used, I used to say anything over five was bad, but now we got to probably raise that a little bit because everything's over five, right? Yeah, everything's over five. <laughs> Pretty everything. much. It's, well, the 10-year was I, there, but it's no longer, but it was close my, my initial, without more information, opinion is uh, is to to. I love the idea. It's December. Sell thirty thousand dollars worth yeah. this year. Pay that toward the HELOC immediately yep, to avoid another down. month's interest. And then January one, sell another thirty thousand dollars worth. Pay off the HELOC. Bang, bang, boom, and gone. Yes. Clarify. I mean, um, this hatred you have of individual stocks. We own a lot of individual stocks. We just don't, I don't own them one at I a don't, time. I don't hate the stocks. I hate right. owning them individually. Right. Yeah. Having a big part of your portfolio be in be any one equity. Because, because well, think about it for a minute. How many major corporations in America have gone from hot to broke, to gone, to history, to wiped Lots. out. Yeah. It, it's a lot. I don't think that's going to happen to Apple, but I can tell well, you. I think I, it will I, one day. Sure. I didn't think it was going to happen years ago to Delta. 
and they came back, but they went bankrupt. I certainly didn't think it was something that was going to happen to Enron based on all the great reports. Yeah. I mean, your favorite, Washington Mutual, one of the, there was a no, fast. No, that's the largest a, trust bank in the United States. It was a huge operation. It was growing all over the country. I mean, Washington Mutual had, they were had a major presence in, of all places, Florida. Right. In the home loan business, it ended up bringing them all down. So, well, they were yeah, they had were banks they? here. They right. had no, banks no, right. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were writing a lot of paper back when banks funded mortgages. So uh, that's the point there. But yes, I think t- to spread it out over this year and next year, figure out the best strategy you can with regards to your income, so you pay the least amount of capital gains tax, but clean it up, pay down that HELOC, even if you're going to move in five years, because five years of ten percent on sixty thousand is going to add up. Well, five years of ten uh, percent on sixty thousand is 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 almost doubling yeah. what you borrowed. I know, pretty pretty expensive. I don't know how how did we do it thirty years ago, forty I know, I years meant, ago. I keep meaning to look that up. I have my original mortgage paperwork from nineteen eighty four. I want to go. Of I get, course you. Of <laughs> course you. I know you right do. where it is. I just I'm dying you know, to see the rate. You know what in, I do? I think the mid teens somewhere. If I see a box that is over seven years old with paper in it, shredder, do I even open the box? No, you ask no me to carry Bob. it downstairs, right? From the main no, floor. I carry it downstairs. Oh, okay, you carry it downstairs. Sorry. Yeah, and then then I send it off to the shredders. Yeah. Anyway, so you bring yeah, the, how you did have we the do shredder it? truck hit the neighborhood. Really? Throw that in the, it's kind of fun. You know, just like they stop shred- by city hall on the way, grab all those documents, and it's go a, ahead and yeah, it's an industrial. I do not keep anything. I don't have to keep. That's smart. I don't want paper. It's funny. What's that? Paper. I think those boards behind you have been there for about nine years, though. I don't know what those are, but okay, good luck. Those, those boards, oh, they're off of my, yeah, you're right. I, I got to throw those out. 855-935-TALK. Call us now. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things. A bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. They know this is a talk show, right? Talk show. Talk show. What? It it, it, it works better when people call so we can talk. That's all I'm saying. Did you you interrupted my introduction for that? I'm sorry. Go right ahead. I, I, I was just just came out. Are you feeling badly because people aren't calling? Yeah, actually, you're kind of putting a you're crimp in my holiday season. Don already took it way down, and now you're dude, just completely dude, walking on it. This is why we have two of us here. Oh, I see. You see oh, I this see. This is You'll why you talking, freak I out. Listen. You okay. freak out when you have to do the show alone. You do. <laughs> I don't like, like it. I don't like it. You don't it. like it. No, no you like hate it. it. No. I, hate is a strong word. Hate. Right? You hate it. It's no, it's hate. hate it. It's despise. 
<laughs> oh, you're making me sound it. bad. Anyway. By the way, um, the phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And, and the yeah. good, shh, okay. be quiet over there. Jeez. But the good news is you can call that number 24-7. And occasionally people do like this. Tom and Don, hi, thanks. Uh, enjoy your program. Uh, my question is, uh, I uh, recently came into an inheritance, and I'm trying to figure out the best way to invest it for uh, retirement. Uh, I am currently 93, or, uh, uh, 73, <laughs> 73 years old. I've been a gig worker. Uh, the inheritance is about $120,000. I've got about... Uh, uh, $24,000 in savings, about 70000 in business assets. And I'm trying to figure out what is the best best way to, or best place to put that where I can make the most for later on when I have to take care of myself. Um, and uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I've been looking at CDs and, and high interest savings accounts uh, as a possible place to put it for now. But I'm looking long-term, uh, hopefully something that, that might start paying me some dividends in the future. Thanks a lot. <laughs> He's looking for when he actually is 93. That's yeah, why he was, was thinking say, ahead uh, to being years. 93. Take when care I'm of 93. No. <laughs> so, Tom, <laughs> this, yeah, is so, this, this is the question. This is the question. So where do you put it? Well, I mean, and again, this is because it's the question du jour, right? I mean, uh, should I put it in a short-term savings, which now you can get 5%? Should I put it in CDs? You can get 5%. I'm going to say no to those ideas. I'd rather see you have it like in a balanced index fund, something like that, or perhaps a target date fund that has stocks and bonds in it that would give you more of a shot at, you know, 5, 6, 7% a year rather than locking in and locking in. I say with a short, the, the savings will only be locked in for a very how long till rates go down. CDs, you could ladder those for a few years. Again, my take would be, especially if there's going to be money 20 years down the road, to have it balanced between stocks and bonds. Exactly, because then you can do whenever you decide to do it, whether it's at 75 or 93, you can then start taking the money out as we discussed at the beginning of the show, either using the 4% rule or the RMD rule or the uh, flexible withdrawal rule, taking out 4 or 5% or so every month from the growth and in the income because we believe that that's the way to get greater longevity out of your out of your income stream. That if you just go into CDs or short-term savings, they may be five today, but they could be two tomorrow. And if this is an inherited IRA, you're going to need to take that money out within 10 years. That's the rule as a part of the Secure Act 2.0. So you could do your 10-year RMD yeah, thing. No, you, you got to get it into something. You got to get it into something. I'll tell you one thing I wouldn't do with it. What? I would not put it all in the DFAW. Oh, you mean the new DFA ETF that uh, you ETF, need to mention yeah. really quickly because Patty's waiting. Oh, okay. Pardon me. Well, we'll get to this later. We'll continue this discussion. Right. I'm, it's, there's nothing wrong with the fund. It's an all-stock portfolio. That's the problem yeah, it's aggressive. in this case. Yeah. It's Go aggressive, ahead. but it's. I think it could be great. Uh, 855-935-TALK. Patty, thanks for calling. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. Can you hear me okay? We can. Thank you. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you can even answer this question, but I inherited not a ton of money, uh, 
of a um, beneficiary from my mom, so it's a non-spousal IRA. And the first year, I, um, you know, was required an RMD. And then the next year, they were like, oh, you know, because I just called Chase or J.P. Morgan. And um, and they said, no, you're not required. And so I haven't done it. And, you know, now I've been kind of wondering if I have been, like one year I took a little bit of money out. But is it just a 10-year rule? Or I called my CPA and she was going to discuss it, but I haven't heard back from her. What year no, did you inherit it? Yeah. What year did you inherit the IRA? 2000, uh, 2006, 2016. In 2016, uh, yes, you should be taking out a regular amount that's based on your life. But you don't on, have to. You can take yes, it out. No, you at, do. After in 2016, you would. Oh, have that's to. right. The in rules 16, did not change. The, the rule. The rule was different. I, yeah. So yes. the rule now is, if you inherit the money today, you have 10 years in which to a non-spousal. You correctly oh, pointed gosh. out, Patty. But going back to 2016, what the Internal Revenue says is, okay, we'll we'll let you stretch this out based on your expected lifespan. Not the person you inherited from, but That's you're expected right. to take that money out your, every year. Yeah, yeah. you could use your RMD schedule. How it old are you? 57. Okay, so you would have a very long, it would be very small withdrawals. But you're going to need to go back. Okay. And, and what you might want to do is, since the people at J.P. Morgan Chase apparently have not done their job, they, no, they, they haven't. They Your failed custodian miserably. Should, have, should have done much better with this. I yes, called three times today, really. I mean, three times this year just to they don't care. See, the, the, the likelihood account. is they don't care because you're not making them any new money right now. Because you're not okay. you're, you're not buying anything or selling yep. anything or generating commissions. Yep. Um, how much money is it yep. again? It's not much. Right now it's just down to, like, well back up to 34000 so it's not like tons of money. Okay. Well, okay. I, I would be really tempted, though, to take it to a Fidelity or a Vanguard or a Schwab or something, and and then, you know, they they could they have calculators online where you can sit down and figure this out. I just was at Schwab's. Oh, I did it's, it, yeah. yeah. I, I just hadn't done it for, like, the last few years. So, um, okay, well, I'll get a hold of Tom and his gang because we've been meaning to transfer over my husband's, my husband's, um, IRA. So oh, I oh, you're going to call this guy I'm looking at right now? So, this Tom? Actually, I already have. Oh, yeah, okay. Pardon me. She's just meant to do it and hasn't well, done it yet. Well, then get busy and call him again. Darn it. Not right now. Not right now. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. All right. You take That's care. That's interesting that a major custodian would not follow yes. through on that. That is, they, maybe they thought it's a small amount. That doesn't matter. When did it change? I'm fine. trying to remember. When did it change from life expectancy uh, to the 10 year? Was that like. It's, it's part of the Secure Act 2.0, I think. Was it 21 then? Yeah. Something, I, I, something around there. Yeah. I had forgotten I that. It, it up, I, but I've yes. gotten it into my head that it's 10. I'd forgotten. But here's the thing. It, this is, this, it's, it's, it's so easily calculated. 2020. And given the amount, it's not like she can go back and amend. Yeah, but she's going to have to pay a fine. But it won't be big. It won't be I, big. Is that okay if I charge you an extra something on your money? You're not going to well, want to do it. But the custodian you, has a responsibility here. I, I agree. I think so they failed miserably, but they did. good luck getting anything out of J.P. Morgan that Chase. I don't know. I, well, I don't know about that. but that's Because it's you know, going to be in the hundreds of dollars. Especially given if how you reached out to them, though. 
I know, but it's That's still going to be in the hundreds of dollars. Okay, because of the oh, the massive really, life expectancy. Ebenezer, you're in the giving food. You have yeah, seen there, the there are times when you have Christmas to do the to you have to do the risk reward calculation, I see. the work reward calculation. How much work am I going to have to do to get that money? Eight five five nine three five talk. Please call. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, you know, we got some good news and good news. I, guess because I was you, getting ready to sing the retirement uh, song. Oh, okay. Okay, go right ahead. I want to hear the, the season for retirement. It's coming up in February. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, it is. And it's the 10th version. The two of us will be there. Paul Merriman will be there. Dimensional fun. We have an absolutely stellar crew, uh, crew, I should cruise. say, I say cruise, <laughs> seller cruise. Uh, and here's even the better news. If you yeah. sign up now, you not yes. only get the cheaper, what do we call early bird special? The, the reduced price, price. Reducing price. You get yeah. a wonderful, wonderful talking real money coffee mug for each of you. And if you bring somebody with you, they're beautiful. They're red. They're fantastic. This is the coolest mug we've ever made because it is. It's it's the uh, the retire strong mug and it will be yours yep. to show off at retire meet because everybody go. else is going to be drinking them. out of paper cups. They're going to be drinking their coffee out of paper cups. You're going to be drinking yours out of a ceramic talking real money. Beautiful. Retire yeah, okay. strong mug mugasaurus. And thing. here's the other thing. If you sign right. up now, then you don't you end up not wanting to go in late. It's the February 24th, 2024. We're going to give you your money back. It's not well, like that. It's not, you know, Tom will give you a little bit back. It depends oh, on how much you spent. <laughs> so anyway, get to it. Retiremeet.com. You'll see the registration right there on the homepage. Join us. It's going to be a great day. Better than, better than late pricing and the mug. Good stuff. Retiremeet.com. there too? Yeah. Okay, you have to, you must there. be there, please. All right, go check it out. Retiremeat.com, and you need to spell it with two E's, not M-E-A-T. Retiremeat.com. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. I think I need a nap.